Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Wasting Time podcast. I'm Quinn. Uh, this week we've got quite a bit to discuss. There's quite a lot of news to get through. Uh, we're going to talk about the new Catch Fire EP that was released and the new Basement album. Um, and then after that we've got a couple of discussion points about live music, uh, what bands owe their audiences and what's happening with the live music scene. Now YouTube's involved. Um, shall we go around and introduce yeah. yourselves? Good introduction by the way there, Quinn. Uh, I, hi, I'm Chris. Bonjour uh, now. Je uh, m'appelle Darren, and this week we have James Hull from Leagues Apart, and apologies, I have none. Welcome. Good afternoon. Hello, James. I, apo- I apologise that Sam Russo was, was not available. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for coming, man. <laughs> is, that how, is that how you introduce yourself every time you take to the stage? Take to the stage, walk into a bar, <laughs> you know, meet the family, whatever. Excellent. Uh, right. We shall crack on with the news then. Um, first of all, uh, No Effects announced a tour this week. Uh, they're coming to the UK and Europe um, in uh, Mar. Oh no, wait, that's America. You're not good <laughs> with um, posters and dates, are you? I'm not. You no. haven't got a great track record. <laughs> who are they? Who are they coming with? Who are they coming with? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say they've just got tour dates. They came with Alkaline Trio last time, didn't they? It was, that wasn't a tour, was it? It was just a show. I thought it was a tour. Maybe no, it was just a show. Was it just a show? And it was like yeah. Narwhals, Arcadentrio, and um, No Effects. I didn't go. No, I didn't, no, go. I didn't go either. Or they lied to the fans. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen a uh, poster in the tube. What was it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, nothing, there's nothing in for the UK at the moment, just Europe after they've done... Oh, this is going great. Fucking irrelevant. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not irrelevant. I'm sure they will come to the UK. We've got a few European listeners anyway. That's yeah. why I said my thing in a French slash German, I think. Yeah, what was that for them? Yeah, that was for those guys. That was just for, just for those guys, yeah. okay. Uh, but no effects. Like, I'm assuming everyone here is a no effects fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're all right. <laughs> all right, not, not that overly enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not that bothered by them personally. Back I like them, <laughs> you know. Back to my original statement, irrelevant. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Why, uh, why? Why? What? No, just you got some news, and they were not even coming to London. So, <laughs> well, this is a London-based podcast. Let's listen to around the world. Listen to yeah. around the world. Do you want? Do you want to say anything about No Effects? Uh, no. Well, I quite like them. I'll I'll always go to a show when they're over. So, so did you, you get the one at Brixton? Uh, what recently? The one we were just <laughs> talking about. <laughs> just talking about. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. Actually. So you don't go. So I don't so always go. So are you I seen, are you seen them a few times then? I've seen obviously. yeah three or four times. Always a good show. It is always a good show yeah. until you see them twice on the same tour and you hear the same jokes verbatim. Oh, okay. Over yeah. and over. That is my only gripe. Yeah. Do you see that um, Hard Times article about Fat Mike pretending to be drunk for like twenty five years, whatever it is? Oh, yeah, I, mean, no. I saw the title. <laughs> of that. I didn't read it. <laughs> really yeah. What? Explain. Go on. It was like um, was it a uh, Fat Mike uh, just is declaring that he's not going to pretend to be drunk anymore? It was like going to rehab. For pretending to be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, actually, he sort of does come across as pretending to be drunk quite a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, think well, about it. Or, you know, peeing in shot glasses or yeah. you know, whatever he's up to. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's no effects. They'll be over soon. Uh, probably the more exciting news, Go on. judging by that reaction, tour-wise, is uh, Great Scenics going on tour with Jess Rossenstock. Was yeah. that because I saw on their Facebook they said we've got stuff. a big announcement coming this week? Was that, that was big, the big that announcement? Was the big announcement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Through I Mark, was me Giles finally April. got a haircut. 
Oh really? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, like, drastically changed it, or is he still... Like, I, I, want, I want to get him back to, to the old days when I first met him when he had, like, you know, a number two all over him, a cricket hat. <laughs> right. And now he's got his luscious locks. And you yeah. see him, he's, he's really turning into a man these days. <laughs> nice, nice. So he looks a bit like Eddie Vedder. Okay. <laughs> are, I think are that's you, what he's going for. Are you good friends with that band, are you? I am good friends with that band, okay. yeah. Well, Did I, you we, know? I, I've been around them a lot. Right, cool. You know. Did you know about the, the big announcement before the big announcement came out? Um, I guess what the big announcement was. Kieran from Manchester, from even North, um, did like a little teaser okay. of the um, tour picture for the thing. And it's the same as every other. Is it? Is Jeff or is it Bomb? It's just Jeff, isn't it? Bomb the music industry isn't a thing anymore. Uh, yeah, just Jeff. It's just Jeff, and it's the same poster for the whole world tour. Okay. So I'm just like, oh, cool, Jeff's coming over. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they're doing uh, quite a lot of dates throughout the UK, and then off to Europe. In London. Europe, so they are they're in London. Where are they playing? Relevant. Uh, well, they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Try my patience, though. Uh, they are, well, they're doing Kingston. They're doing the Fighting Cocks on the 16th of March to kick the tour off. Technically not London. <laughs> no. no. Kingston, no, it's not. Uh, yeah. Well, they've got, uh, they've got London Victoria listed on the 2nd of April. I don't know what that means. Busking. Bus- possibly. <laughs> it's not, there's no venue. It just says London Victoria. Yeah. So maybe, maybe not, not maybe the Victoria the venue in London. Is there a venue called Victoria? There's one in Dalston, isn't there? Uh, is there? Is there? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it really generally puts on punk rock bands, but there there is, I'm sure. Cool. I feel like I've been there. I have a feeling you're not recording this. Are you re- definitely recording? Yeah, I am recording. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know why. There it goes. See? Mental. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I was just going to waste your time for night? <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't know. I just thought was like, didn't seem impressive. Uh, I think you just name dropped your own podcast. Did I just... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Unintentional. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we should have a little bell or something. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. Uh, so, fans of Great Cynics? Yeah. Fans of yes. Ross, yes. Ross and Stock? Yeah, I can't really keep up with him. Like, I really liked um, Live and Die in Long Island. That was what, years and years ago. And I listen to Get Warm, but he just seems to release so much stuff so prolifically. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I just can't really keep up with what he's doing. Incredibly talented dude, though. Yeah. 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 James Hammers is a big fan, isn't he? Is he? Is there anyone he's not a fan of, though? Like, you mentioned a band. You're like, oh, it's a great band. Uh, he doesn't like Zebrahead. Doesn't he doesn't like Zebrahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll go and find out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think of someone. Um, uh, no. They've got the Al Sunshine listed as well, so they must be doing a new place. Which is a nice segue into the next bit of news. Uh Al Sanctuary, which we discussed a couple of weeks uh, well about a month ago now. And with jugs. Uh, with jugs. Uh they were talking Hot about <laughs> 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 They were they were being shut down for various long winded reasons. They found a new venue now in Norwich. Cool. They went, well, cool. if you remember, they weren't being shut down. Well, they've been they they got brought out. They got bought. Yeah. Right. Well, they sold it from like under their feet. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they've moved to a strip bar. They've moved to a strip bar. Yeah. On oh. the X strip bar. <laughs> well. Yeah. It's good, so. <laughs> <laughs> but the beautiful thing about this entire situation is because of the petition uh, to Norwich Council, they got um, listed venue. Um, what was it? Uh, an oh, asset yeah, of yeah. community oh, yeah. value. Yeah. Okay. They got. 
So now it's um, protected by the government, essentially. So they can't so, fuck with it. So they can't fuck with it. They can't change it into anything else other than a pub. Oh, I'm and this motherfucker's bought it. They've moved out, so now he's got no tenants. So the building you can't do anything with. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that bit. That's karma. Sweet poet justice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, on the nineteenth of February, it's going to open. So only in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I think they just very soon. Uh, didn't really cancel any shows or anything. I think they just no, they just moved them, them all yeah. from what they can. Um, so that's cool. I quite like. That's a nice happy ending to that story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very with a very quick turnaround as well. Normally, you sort of see things drag on for like several months. People power. Yeah, there yeah. is. That's cool. Go the people of Norwich. This is what I think you have to say. And everyone else. And then you get even BBC Radio One. Did they talk about yeah, it as well? Yeah, they got involved in it. Alan Nice Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Norwich, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure he had a lot to say about it. I think, uh, maybe, maybe. No, he, he did um, do a Facebook, well, I don't know if I'm sure it was actually Alan Partridge, was an Alan Partridge affiliated Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made a post about it. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Can I just bring up something? So yeah. I was on YouTube the other day. Yeah. And people make trailers of films that aren't actually coming out so i watched uh the mean girls reunion trailer <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> why are you suddenly bringing this up and can i just say this has been a thing for years i remember watching a trailer for the hobbit like in about 2003 you know, yeah obviously before the hobbit was a thing yeah and so mean girls reunion isn't happening just yeah on his <laughs> okay and friends the reunion isn't happening right and also uh, no, but there is there is like happening. a there is a Friends no, sketch on NBC right. with five of but the cast. This wasn't that. This was a, a feature length film pretend trailer. Yeah, someone. who um, the fuck does have, that? Have I'm really curious. Sorry, no, no, please. Have you <laughs> seen Mean Girls two? No, it's a real thing. Okay. In, I watched it in German. Oh, in, <laughs> 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 we some guy Stefan's house, and just come. I was like, this is just the German version of Mean Girls. This is making. This is really weird that it'd remake it. Uh, but then the principal from the original one showed up and I was like, no. Oh, so it is actually, actually affiliated. Mean Girls 2. Oh, An right. affiliated official Mean Girls what, 2. What happens in that? Pretty much exactly the same thing as the first is one, but just not as funny. Is uh, Lohan in it? No, no, no. no. The, the only recurring character is the principal. It's like a whole new oh, generation. Okay. Uh, yeah, sounds it's, like Grease 2 it is all not over again. Oh, God, Grease 2. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot. Of, I got a lot to talk about with Greece too. Actually, <laughs> we'll save that for another podcast. Well, um, just a little tidbit. Simon, who he's plays a, guitar, and apologies. Um, recorded the soundtrack for the stage version of Greece too. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and he owns part of the rights to it. Oh wow! Oh, wow. <laughs> that is a good fact about your band. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, Darren, what, why did you mention this? Was it linked to anything, or did you just? have to get that off your Where chest. did I go from that? I went from fake Alan Partridge Facebook oh, page to right. fake people making that fake feature Sorry, length that. things. Fake things on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Who would have funked it? <laughs> Just wasting my time, these people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, last little bit of news. There's another couple of... Uh, well, another tour's announced. I don't doubt anyone here is going to be too interested, but the old, the old, old punk band Chelsea are touring. I bought a Chelsea EP um, ages ago because this dude I worked with was telling me about them, and then we met the guy who used to run Deck Cheese. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Fucking deck yeah. So yeah, take you back to the early two thousands there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, basically, I was like, oh, I was trying to impress him with my punk knowledge as a seventeen-year-old, yeah. and he was like, Nah, Chelsea is shit. The business of the bands. Yeah, the business are quite cool. I've yeah. played with the business. Have you? Yep. I've played with quite a lot of these bands. 
I've been in like That's quite big punk bands in the quite past. Quite impressed, I have to say. I didn't <laughs> know that. About I'm, you. I'm kind of a big yeah. deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I Actually, I'm, well, you know, it, I used to play in the London Diehards, so like oh one of the biggest. Oh my god! Well, I'm just it was Lars Fredrickson or Lars? <laughs> was he just, there as well? I'm just pointing out that I've now I've Lars, because of that. Yeah, I've done a done can, a lot of these sort of bands. Can, and now you're playing I, in a band with Darren. With How yeah, the mighty have fallen. Um, can yeah. I just can I just say he might not have said their shit. He might have just said that he prefers the business to Chelsea. Okay. Yeah. Just a disclaimer. I mean, it was like 2002, so it was a while ago. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> Do you know anything about Chelsea, James? No, no, I, got, no. I don't either. I dislike yeah. the football team, so <laughs> yeah, I, I dislike them too. Yeah, but Nick has yeah. justified his Coxbar hat. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> love a bit of Coxbar. I like Coxbar yeah. as well. Yeah, as everyone should. I think they are. Yeah. They're a what's, nice, chanty what's band. What's the album? Uh, there's lots Shock of Troops. albums. Shock, Shock Troops. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the guy. Two Monkeys. I think it's one of them. Oh, uh, the, we discovered yeah. the one I was on about. Cool. Thanks, well, mate. Just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they're... Uh, We're a bit giggly today, aren't we? Y- well, yeah. I think it's because I didn't yeah. sleep. Calm down. Um. <laughs> right. Uh, final final thing, then. I just wanted to mention uh, that... Uh, Tell us. Petrol Girls have got an EP release show at The Garage uh, on the 13th of February. So that's, like, next week. Isn't Lucerio that day as well? Uh, You'll go to that, right? Lucero is next Friday. Next Friday. Is that yeah. the same day? Uh, We're docking past this morning. 13th is the Saturday, isn't it? Probably. Are you going to uh, Lucero? Yeah, 13th uh, is the Saturday. I'm yeah. actually uh, flying back from Vienna that day. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, international <laughs> jet set. What are you doing in Vienna? Um, I found a um, hotel with a 24 hour bar on a very low room price. Oh, right. <laughs> <So fair enough>. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my girlfriend are going to go there and. Uh, Vienna's <laughs> 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 yeah, a cool city. Yeah. Go I, I was going to go and see cool. my friend uh, Poodle from um, James Choice and the Bad Decisions and uh, Mickey Day. I've uh, just moved up there, but they're recording in Graz that okay. week, ah. so it's all gone to shit. Uh. So basically, yeah. Did you you did Vienna recently? Didn't you? I did. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Had, uh, Any tips? had a really good time. Um, Wait, there's I t- went to, I went to like an ex-Nazi aquarium thing, which was pretty. <laughs> <Nazi> cool. <aquarium. laughs> No, I mean, it used to be it. <laughs> My favourite time we, of fish. We may have, oh, no, can I, nothing on those Can I just say we may have nailed this, this episode's title yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear what, about this Nazi aquarium. What makes now? it different? It's based. It's an. Ex- they do like eugenics. It on used fish. to be a Nazi. <laughs> it used to be a Nazi tower, and then once obviously that stopped being what it was, they didn't know what to do with it, so they made it an aquarium. Okay. And why not? Right. Why not? Yeah. I was going to um, say it sounds a bit it's got, fishy, it's got, it's got, mate, it's got hammerhead sharks as well. You know, it's got you hammerhead often, sharks. Yeah, you don't often see them in an aquarium with so. laser beams on their heads. No, no. Doctor Evil. Wow. We'll have a nice time. I'm definitely going there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. There's a tip for you. Yeah. We'll have a nice time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. Well, I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it for the news this week. You peaked pretty early there. Yeah, I peaked pretty early.
Um, so, moving on uh, to new releases this week. We have... Dun, uh, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got... That's the wrong music for that. Yeah, uh, what, what came out? What are we going to talk right, about? Right, so, uh, let's, let's lead with uh, Catch Fire, uh, yeah. an EP. They're a new band, right? Uh, as far as I'm aware, yeah, I, I they hadn't come across my radar it's, uh, it's called The Distance I Am From You. Where are they from? Where are they from? Uh, I'll look that up, you talk about it. I think they're from Nottingham. Yes, you're right, they are from Nottingham, well done. Nottingham, most dangerous city in the world. Really? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, James, well, are you aware of this band? No. Oh. Um, I, I try. I looked them up. I think. Yeah. Well, I got a text, and I think I listened. Yeah. And uh, obviously, I, it's not had a huge. It doesn't sound like it's impact. like me. you were blown away. Yeah. Well, you know, I was probably very tired, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't really have Planning much more to say about something <laughs> I don't think about. You, okay. Well, I mean, they are they are the Qu- uh, quintessential pop punk band. They are straight down the line. They're very very now, aren't they? Yes, they are very uh, now. Um, Dro- drop D, kind of chuggy, kind of. Yeah, sixteenth note linear fills. Uh, I don't think so, no. Okay. But just a lot of that sort of tom yeah. work, uh, all that sort of stuff. Um, what, uh, Chris? I mean, this is your more your forte than anyone else's. So do you want to talk about Catch Fire a little bit? Um, y- well, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I just came came across it obviously uh, in in the news this week, so I thought I'd give it a quick listen. Like, I'm normally kind of dubious when when there's like a new British pop punk band. You know, because what about eighty percent of them are fucking shit? I would say, but um, straight away I thought these guys were act all, all right. Tell, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was quite a specific percentage as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's polled. <laughs> Eight out of ten British pop punk bands are shit. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I thought these guys were all right. The guys, he's he's singing in an English accent, so straight away I yeah, was like, yeah, I, I, I can like get that. down with that. Uh, as you said before, he, he reminds you a little bit of the guy who sings in my band, so maybe he, that's why I quite like um, them a bit. Not necessarily in his vocal style, but it was more—it was more the, the, the lyrics. Content. Yeah, the actual, okay. the actual, the way the lyrics are written. Like there we are. There's. there's so they m- must write good lyrics. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just it's the way he tells the story is very, yeah. is very straight. He oh, doesn't. It's very. There's very little metaphor involved. It just he tells a story. Yeah. Um, Has he got any lyrics about doing cheeky shots? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I thought you know it was all right. I didn't hate it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be revisiting it a whole lot. But it was fine. What it was, you know. Yeah. You what you say you you you're not into it enough to go back to it. At some Put point. it this way, right? I gave him a like on Facebook. Oh, because, okay. Well, that's all that matters. Nice. Well, yeah. you know that that shows that it landed with me somewhat, and I kind of liked what they were doing, but. I certainly didn't buy any of the tracks. You know, I didn't, but I didn't think I want this on on my iPod anytime yeah, but soon. Yeah, you're no. cheap. So would you recommend? No, it no, like you know, like if <laughs> I know what you, mean. you know what I'm saying. It's only two yeah. quid. No, well, if it was free, I wouldn't have put it on my iPod. That's that's okay, what I'm saying. Fair yeah. enough. Well, that's disappointing. I really liked it. Okay. I yeah, going I've I've bought it. Really? I've downloaded oh, okay. it. Okay. I've been listening it? to it. It was it was two pounds. Wow. Oh, it's a steal. Uh, yeah, I thought. <laughs> He's corporate rock star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was really cool hearing a, a hearing another sort of band like that doing it yeah. re- doing it really well rather than subpar like some people. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and what you we were talking about like British accents. Yeah, that's really cool. Like, the, I think the, that's important. You've, if, if you haven't got that if you're doing in the pop punk band, a British pop punk band 
you know, you can get fucked as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Well, I wouldn't, honest, I wouldn't yeah. quite go that far, but I just think it's, it's disingenuous. Yeah, yeah, massively, yeah. So, yeah, I think it was really cool. What do you think, Joe? I didn't listen to it too much. Um, yeah. I agree with both <laughs> your statements. Um, yeah, like I said, kind of, for me, it's very current, like, yeah. that kind of vibe. But uh, a bit too, kind of a bit like four years strong in a way, some of this stuff. A little bit, just not quite as... Not as quite as riffy. Mm, yeah. yeah. Not quite as metally as Four Years Strong. Mm-hmm. Four Years Strong are uh, really metal, but... Um, so nothing like Four Years Strong. <laughs> 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 uh, There's definitely influence there, though. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I did like. The, the last track uh, on the on the EP, which is called um, uh, Introspective Part 2. Do you think we might hear it right in the uh, background currently? Yeah, that, uh, that, that was be. my favourite one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, well, what I well, that, liked about it, it was... It was their. It's the slower one on the EP. Like they've they've done a slow song, yeah. but it's not um, stereotypically a slow song. Like they've. It, it almost feels like they've. It's naturally come out that way rather than they've gone. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's write a nice sort of like slow acoustic number because it starts off acoustically and then it like builds up into something a little bit more. Oh, I think sort of I, I'm thinking of a song. different song. Have they got a similar titled song to the one? Uh, you there's, there's introspective part one. Yeah, sorry, that was the one. I. <laughs> 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 now that makes yeah. sense what? I, I just think we're done, I'm done with this conversation okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah, there's, a, there's a concept running throughout this um, this EP of um, perhaps introspection <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah there's, there's that um, I mean if no one else has got anything more to say we can move on no I don't want you to say anymore okay <laughs> Basement, that band yeah. from I think they are from Norwich as well. Ipswich, I thought it was. It's Ipswich, sorry, yeah. it's that neck of the woods, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're close. Tractor yeah, yeah. boys. <laughs> I think that's uh, they, uh, they split up in 2012 and then got back together uh, two years ago, mm. and this is their first album, I think, since they've reformed. I believe. Uh, what did you think? Uh, I thought it was okay. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, it's just really not my thing at all. But I thought it was cool for what it was. I like track four. Yeah, chorus, no, track four it? stood out for me. I'm going to say exactly the same thing. Really? <laughs> are you, how familiar are you with this? Band? I saw them play with um, end of a year, end of the year, as they were back with our self defense family like years ago, and yeah. Gulliver's in Manchester, and I was like, oh, it's one of these kind of tumbler pop punky not pop punky that kind of emo we kind of thing yeah, yeah. it's definitely yeah. more yeah. emo than pop you know I'm not wearing a beanie but you know the beanie hats and the big t-shirts <laughs> yeah. yeah and like yeah. you know the yeah the earnest kind of are they thing playing, yeah. are they playing Jaguars as in the guitar not the animal <laughs> no <laughs> idea what guitar they're playing I don't know well, you, you can sort of tell that's no I, I think I think it's uh, Strats okay okay potentially tell these but yeah, I listened to the record and um it just reminded me of Jimmy Eat World and yeah. Finch. Yeah, for sure. I basically <laughs> right. exactly the same I, thing. I Not as catchy as I those bands, singer, I would argue, He's though. got a nice voice, though. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, I, I agree. He, he sounded like the guy from Thrice, I thought. Yeah, really, yeah. Really yeah. That very Agreed. much his tone. Yeah. But I thought they were cool. I thought they were good. Like... Yeah, it's a it's a it's a really well done album. Like, oh, I'm not sure. a, I'm not a massive fan of it. It takes like you're saying it, it reminds you of, of like the emo uh, the emo ends of Jimmy Eat World and Finch, and yeah. I I think I said as well Sugar Cult. 
Um, eh? I'm not really sure. May, yeah. may, maybe they're very latter stuff. Sugar Cold do have some very emo songs in their albums. That's what that I'm 2006 saying. album when they tried to sound a bit like Joy Division or whatever. What? Yeah, maybe. No. How deep have you guys dug into Sugar Cold? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm talking about this. There's stuff on the start static. No. Yes, there is. anything like that. Uh, I don't know. How does it feel? <laughs> I changed my name. Is it? No, that, those yeah. are just token pop funk songs. Are they no, they That's bouncing off the walls again. That's that. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. And right. that, that song's on that album. I don't think they got... No, they're nothing like that song. They're like, they're more emo-y songs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if... All right. <laughs> anyway, getting sidetracked here. Yeah. But uh, I, I think, they, I think they, I'd, I'd go see them live. I'd put, yeah. Sugar Cult. Uh, oh, no. Basement. <laughs> yeah, basement. No, sorry. It depends on the dude that he my stuff. The dude stuff I might like. Yeah. yeah. Well, they well they are touring soon, aren't they? They're Who? taking Tiger's jaw out. Uh, basement. Oh, cool. Which is a very, it make totally makes sense that those fans could tour together. Yeah. 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 yeah I listened to Tiger's jaw the other day. It it's quite brand new, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, can, I, I I get that. Yeah. In, like in between um, the pop punk albums and the uh, mm. what the Devil and God. Yeah. 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 It all went kind of out there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. got real fun yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure uh yeah i thought it was cool i'll give it, it uh four nah three and a half stars out of five that's what you gave um losing sleep oh, i give it four stars <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they are they're, they're playing at coco yeah on the 13th next saturday again so you've got there's a choice of gigs next are weekend they? They're playing Coco? Yeah. Shit. It's quite big. With Tiger's Jaw, yeah. Oh, wow. That is quite that's big. That's, a, that's a big room. Mm. Marble Factory, King Tut's, Lee Juni Stylist, Manchester Academy 2. So, yeah, all gigs. Waterfront in Norwich. Downstairs or upstairs, that's crucial. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> say. Yeah. With their plan, Surely okay. potentially downstairs. Yeah, you imagine, you imagine downstairs. Yeah, yeah. And oh, also no, wa- Norwich is close yeah. to their hometown as well. So yeah, they're off yeah. to the states as well. These this is this band's they, they've got, they're quite they've a big got a big band. Yeah. I, yeah, no, like, yeah. I knew. I saw. I picked up on that, but I didn't realize it's it was kind quite of mo- that. it's kind of moose blood as well, isn't it? Because they're all very similar ilk. And then Australia. That's impressive. Well done. I mean, I've not listened to Moose Blood. I only listened to those first sorry, two, uh, two EPs. But they seemed like a bit faster than um, than Basement, like a bit more kind of. Yeah, no, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah, they're, they're recording a new album. Hey, Moose Blood. Moose Blood, yeah. Cold and they're Moose. huge as well. Maybe we'll yeah, like, they've really sort of grown in the past couple of years. Mm. I'm getting old, man. I can't. It's <laughs> like, oh, wow, you guys are big. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever played with Moose Blood? No, but they're from near where I grew up. Oh, really? Uh, like Maystone kind of way. Same with Slaves, actually. Oh, right. And yeah. I think I was, like, yeah. I was like the kind of generation before those sort of bands. So I kind of okay. missed out on that, you okay. know, mm-hmm. bands from The Wield getting yeah. huge. Okay. And that's why, you know, I'm in Leagues Apart. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, so everyone kind of liked it. To yeah. I mean, you said it wasn't really for you, but you, you thought it was a good album. You dug Chris. it. Yeah, it was, it was decent. It, yeah. I got, yeah. Cool. I can recognise about the same sort of thing. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, no, I think I like it more than Chris. Yeah. yeah. I think we both liked him a little bit more than Chris. What what would you give them out of five? If you, it's, it's hard because it's so it doesn't have not to be five stars. It can be five, five circles, guitar strings. Five. I mean, two out of five, but that's just because oh, wow. it's not my wow. thing. Yeah. Wow. You know. Okay. So mean. Fair enough.
time to move on then to our little chat with James. James. Hi. That's what it would be in Spanish. <laughs> um, Hola. Hola. Uh, was it? Como estas? I got a D in Spanish, man. Uh, yeah. I didn't do Spanish. Me neither. But I am a little bit Spanish. I'm not. Anyway. Go on. Lead, lead off in this interview. So, what's your favourite episode of Quantum Leap? <laughs> <laughs> Um, again, woefully underprepared. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's fine. I watched Condoleep when I was a kid and ill. That's all I really know about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, same. It was on like daytime ITV or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so far, the only person that hasn't seen Quantum Leap is Ben Tipple. No, it wasn't Ben. It was uh, Luke Godwin. Luke Godwin. That's, where, that's when Darren started. He was, he was too busy being. shredding, man. <laughs> <laughs> and getting handsome, which he achieved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should get him back. He was very handsome. <laughs> again, apologies. Um, <laughs> Are League of, League of Park still doing stuff? Nope. No. Oh. <laughs> Is it just like on hiatus? Or we've not really talked about it, if I'm honest. Um, Adam, uh, our guitarist and other singer, mm-hmm. um, he's doing loads and loads of stuff with um, the Front Bottoms and Smith Street Band. He's oh, like cool. the road guy, driver, Sweet. guitar cool. tech. You know, right. like yeah. a Swiss Army knife of <laughs> band yeah. crew. And, um, I imagine he's bu- very busy with both. Very of very busy. I've not even seen him in a few months. Oh wow. Um, and Andy, our bass player, uh, moved to New York to become a lawyer. Oh, um, right. A little while Set ago. Out. Legit. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Francis uh, just basically does sound in Manchester and posts about it on Facebook. Okay. That seems to be his major vocation. Uh, or like, uh, like doing uh, the desk for shows. shows. Yeah, he like yeah. Uh, works with um, a sound company in Manchester. Oh, okay. And just like s- sound all just all over. I mean, yeah. Francis is the only genuinely talented member of League's yeah. party. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, we're... We've just um, we released that record and we were going to do another one. And you then listened to it earlier. Oh, did you? Very, yeah, very cool. That yeah, was that's really cool. nice. I really I mean, like. We all uh, enjoyed it, didn't we? Oh, really like not just saying it because we recorded that in. Um, do you know Dave March? No, Dave March. Um, he's played a band called The Shuffle. He's like one of our best friends. Been friends okay. for years. Right. Also an incredibly talented human being. Uh, we recorded it all, most of it in his house in two days, his parents' house even. Oh wow, that's we're, good going for twelve tracks. With the um, live rooms like downstairs in his lounge, in his parents' lounge, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were in his yeah. teenage bedroom just like doing wow. all the stuff. And we recorded um, drums in Francis's parents' house, cool. and then vocals took about a year, and we just did them oh, in right. various flats <laughs> around Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were the, we were the slowest or are the slowest working band in history. So maybe we'll do something else in the future. Yeah. But right now. Obviously, we're all busy doing kind of other stuff. Yeah, other stuff. Okay. That's good though. Sometimes, like you'll you'll just naturally come back together at some point. Yeah, I mean, it's something hopefully you hope. Yeah, yeah, we we like you know spent so much time together and we toured so much. Yeah, that, you know, it's four people who are very very close to each other. So I feel like it's not the end. You know, but yeah. we'll hopefully regroup at some point and do something yeah, yeah. else. Who knows? Cool man. Yeah, and again, cool. very very few people will be interested. I know we find. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't the, think the, so. The two of us will be so. I don't know you about Chris. Are you a fan of Lee's Park? I just said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying? Man? And I'm just saying that. I ain't just saying that because he's here. Okay. Cool. I'd say what I thought but I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So that's uh, definitely maybe. <laughs> um, well, we are a Manchester band at heart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, so you're current. Are you doing acoustic stuff as well? Yeah, I'm doing a record hopefully this year. Cool. Um, we're kind of doing pre-production for it at the moment. I've got about 20, 25 songs. Wicked. That aren't really doing anything. They're just kind of lying there. Okay. And um, ready to go. 
and do something with. And I put them to Simon, who plays in Apologies. He's also also works at studios. That's okay, his yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're gonna just try and kind of put some together when Apologies isn't, isn't too busy. So just kind of see what happens. Like nothing, you know. I like. I found major. some like stuff, quite old stuff on Bandcamp, maybe. What you news to me? <laughs> I think it was on there. You did the right James Hall. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, there might be something on bank. I know Ian um, from Ari Records in NCI Pod mm. um, released uh, like a kind oh, of yeah, thing be, years yeah. ago. Yeah, um, it might, I think it might, it might be that. It now. Might have been that. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. That's cool. Recording like a little four track in my bedroom. At uni. Yeah, <laughs> that sounded good, man. But no, I love doing acoustic stuff. And yeah, you always see, whenever I've seen you, it's only when you've been doing acoustic stuff. You always seem to just be having so much fun. Yeah, well, it's like you know, I consider myself. Predominantly to be a songwriter. Yeah. And that's kind of where I place myself, you know, inverted commas, artistically. Yeah. yeah and right. that's kind of what I um, enjoy doing the most, you know, because yeah. it's, it's, it's simple and you can tell your story and you can have that kind of expression. Yeah, yeah. And like, obviously, I love playing with bands and stuff because then you're in a kind of collective yeah. environment and you get to play with each other and you get to create something with other people which is, you know, fantastic. And you get to make but a fuckload of noise. You get to make a fuckload <laughs> of noise. You get to play with fucking pedals which is awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, acoustics kind of where I lie. Yeah. Where, my, where my roots are. So, okay, so you describe yourself as a songwriter and that's where you sort of see yourself. What we would normally ask is where that process started off. Like, when you were a kid, like, what was it that got you into music? Um, um, or wanted you to play the guitar or any of that sort of stuff? Where I, c- I can pinpoint the exact moment. <laughs> a lot of people seem to be able to do that. It's because I think I- I'm waiting for someone to ask me and I'm st- I've got a book. <laughs> <laughs> now, when did you decide that you were a... Uh, <laughs> well, I was uh, poorly and I was watching Quantum Leap. So. <laughs> I, was on the, um, I was on the patio. Um, that's my mum. That's my mum's oh, my house where I grew up. Um, we have my first ever, not my first ever band practice, but a very early band practice. My first ever band, we called Instant Heroes. Uh, we were a ska band, obviously, because awesome. it was um, you know that time and place. Of course. And um, we had this song. We had these chords that um, the guitarist had written. And it, was, we, it was like the first time we tried to write a song, kind of, and not not do a cover. Mm. And we were like, shit, we need to do, we need to get some lyrics. <laughs> I never sort of like ever really done lyrics before. Like, I kind of went inside and just sat at the computer, and, you know, Windows ninety five, just kind of typing away. And then we played it out, and we put it to the music, and then it just kind of worked. And I was like, "Fuck, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah. That's such a good feeling that you kind of you've made something, and it's an expression of something. It's like shit. You, that's just really funny. You can actually do this. Yeah, yeah. And mm. so yeah, I've been trying to do do that. Can you remember what since. that song was about? It was called One Occasion. <laughs> okay. And it was. Obviously, because um, I was about, what, 14, 15 years old, about, about a girl. Okay. And he gave me a hug in Sainsbury's. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She was like me. <laughs> wow. Amazing. So, yeah. Sounds a good, it's best, one of the best topics I've heard of. Well, I, I mean, it's... Um, Sounds kind of like it's a well, well-trodden ground, I feel, for songwriting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite, uh, quite Mike Park, actually. <laughs> He'd write a song. It's definitely like a kind of suburban innocence to yeah, it, I think. Yeah. Um, I, can we tag Mike Park in, in this... When yeah. we promote this episode based on that little reference, I think uh, we can, I think that we can. Now that you've driven that point home, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know you uh, co-wrote with Russo on his record. I did, yeah. How did you meet Sam, and how did that? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure it's going to start. Um, with we were having a drink or something. <laughs> well, I, I was having a drink. Russo had a smash bottle in his hand and was trying to um, glass a taxi driver. <laughs> <laughs> what? The first time. It was at an all day at the uh, Queen Charlotte in Norwich uh, a long time ago. 
and um, the, someone was getting into a taxi and had said something disparaging about, um, I think Iron Maiden or something like that. And Russo was pretty drunk. I'm sure he wouldn't mind me telling this story. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was half joking, but he kind of like smashed a bottle and just ran out of the taxi. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like sounds quite and I was kind of aware of Russo because I'd heard um, like the really early demos and stuff that he'd done um, like solo yeah yeah um, like, uh, like magpies and stuff like that and I was like oh this is fucking awesome okay and so you know I was just trying to I admit I was trying to be like hi come on buddy I just kind of want to you know and, um, and then yeah. you realise he's not actually and then realise that he's you know he's not he's a kind of a prick but uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I love him dearly. Yeah, he's a good guy. So yeah, um, yeah, and then we wrote uh, West, Western Union. Okay. Um, over the course of like, is is uh, that the the recent one? Is it? Yeah, it was okay. the last song on his, his last record uh, that we co-wrote. Oh, the last song on on the that full length. Yeah, on, on Greyhound Dreams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was I, uh, yeah, absolute punk like featured that at one mm. point. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I've not seen a penny. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, um, that happened. Was it? Um, I was gonna see him for some reason. We used to like kind of just kind of meet up from time to time and just kind of hang out for a weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was at Doncaster Station. And I just for some reason just started writing down some lyrics and we kind of got there. I was like, "Hey, Sam, I wrote half a song." He's like, "Oh, hey, cool." So did I. And then we kind of finished it, put some music to it, and then um, put it on YouTube, I think. And I got you know about twenty-five views, which we we're very happy with. Mm-hmm. And Decent. then about. Well, last year he was like, oh, you know what? I kind of want to put Western Union on the record. How yeah. do you feel about kind of reworking it and stuff? So yeah. we sort of rewrote the lyrics and uh, put it back together and then um, recorded it. And yeah, and it ended up on Greyhound Dreams. Which nice. Is, That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, I was pr- very, very stoked about it. Yeah. So now you're rocking out with apologies. Yeah, yeah. How long? Yeah. How long have you been in that band? For? I've been in that band for nearly a year today. Wicked. Oh, okay, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it's almost my Apollo anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, 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 I assume you, you're the bassist, right? I'm actually a guitarist, but um, <laughs> well, oh, because you said no, no, I only get no, no, I, no, I, I am, no, I am, I am the bassist. It's just I am the bassist, but whenever I'm not really a bassist, is the point I'm trying to get across, right? Okay, because people keep saying to me, you know, it shows. Hey, you play bass pretty well. No, 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 I'm actually a guitarist. Okay, because I don't want to be tired of the bassist brush. To get to be good at the bass is a totally different beast. Oh, totally. But I do know a lot of. Uh, people that play guitar that play bass really well because they probably get at solos and stuff yeah so the, yeah you get really good sort of like wandering bass lines and shit no I've written notes mate no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it was so how did you how did you find sort of filling those uh, uh, shoes uh, 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 absolutely uh, terrifying from honest yeah. were you like good good friends with them all yeah, before so like how, how did it come we, we all like kind of came up together like kind of um, Leagues Apart and Apologies and yeah. Cynics and like yeah. bands like Aries and Bangers and Caves and all those kind of people yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. so we've all like kind of known each other for years and um, obviously Dan left and then PJ left mm-hmm. and I was like oh well Apologies are fucked 
And then I got a text off um, Josh one day saying, hey man, do you want to come and play bass a couple of shows in Belgium? And I was... Now they're really fucked. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you've really got to the bottom of the barrel there, haven't you? <laughs> Um, and I, um, I didn't really want to do it at first. I was kind of How like, um, because I just didn't think I was um, th- like, I always had a lot of respect and love for apologies. And, yeah. um, and so I do a lot of other people and mm. like the abandoned mean a lot of things to a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. And I didn't really feel that I was the right person for the job. And yeah. in a way I still kind of don't. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Don't be but, so hard on yourself. Well, man. it's not that, it's me. I mean, but apologies is kind of this thing that seems to be evolving constantly which is yeah. what makes it interesting and what i think makes them such a good band yeah you know and but yeah initially when josh asked asked me i was like um i said to my girlfriend i really don't want to do i don't think really? i can i can do this and um wait you didn't think you step up to the yeah i didn't think i could step up to the plate i was, I was just like you know okay. and she do, was like, do you do you feel like at some point you're gonna like get found out or whatever yeah like, pretty, i felt, I felt so like a fraud like almost like, <laughs> <laughs> right okay and you yeah is it gonna be uh, like bass solo yeah. <laughs> shit <laughs> I'll learn the slap. Um, but yeah, my girlfriend just just went, James, stop being a fucking dick and go and do it. Yeah, man. And, yeah, um, you could. Yeah, and that, that was that kind of what set it all off. Yeah, you would have been pretty gutted. If you, yeah. Because they, 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 they're a touring band, man. Yeah, and we've yeah, like done a like a lot of... Band, yeah, right? they're a you real know. fucking band. Yeah, know, I get yeah. emails, you know, like crazy stuff that they're going to do, and I'm like, really? I'm involved in this? This is insane. Yeah. Well, how, <laughs> so those... So obviously the first gigs you did with them were the ones in Belgium. Yeah. How, what, on what scale are these? Were so this is like a cross, Crossbone Fest, if you're aware of it. It's a little no. festival in Belgium. It's, okay. um, it's really, really awesome, actually. Leagues Apart played it um, oh, right, once, okay. and it snowed. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's like a really cool like kind of DIY uh, festival in Belgium. And obviously, everyone in Belgium is insane. Yeah. So the crowd was going crazy, and you know, I was playing Tommy Simpson's bass that I'd borrowed. <laughs> and I was just kind of like, please, please don't break. <laughs> <laughs> Were you like really nervous before that first set? Yeah, I, I was. I still get real nervous before um, apology shows. Right. I think you know. I s- did. You guys support. Uh, movie life. Yeah, yeah. Oh we, my yeah, we, god. We were yeah. That, one. that was a big show to play, Jesus. right? Jesus, that was um, that was a weird day. Had you prior to that? Had you ever played a stage as big as that, or to a crowd as big? I as played that, with um, a band called Elway from the states. I played guitar for them for one and tour. So I've done. I've done, I did, oh, I've done okay, like yeah. the main stage of Gros Rock. Um, oh, okay. Before yeah. that, sure. So, um, oh, so you have some experience. In that yeah, but that wasn't a great experience because it was. Um, we were on at like I think one o'clock in the afternoon, okay, and I was. Cool, uh, yeah pretty fucking hungover and um, yeah. <laughs> without you know saying too much I may have um, misjudged a fart a little bit <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. wow and there was like 5,000 people there so yeah. that was it yeah. that, it only <laughs> took us five episodes to get a <laughs> story about yeah. someone shitting their pants we got there though okay so this the movie life show like yeah, obviously we Darren and I were there so Where, was we that, oh, you guys was that Lexington nah, no no it was no, the ballroom <laughs> yeah. I was at the ball yeah yeah, yeah. And you know, obviously, it was you, Knowles, and oh, then, Knowles then in the movie, movie life. life. Yeah. yeah, but I had a um, I had a cellulitis infection in my foot. Right. Um, what? A cellulite. So I was working in this this bar in Newcross, and um, you know, we weren't the best at keeping shit clean. I got a little kind of cut on my ankle, and I got infected, and um, it Nasty. swelled up. I couldn't walk for pretty much most of the summer. Yeah, I got like a really, really. It went to like both ankles. It was oh, horrible. Jesus, man. but um, was there compensation involved? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually got a bottle of champagne. That's my boss 
Um, but yeah, I couldn't really walk. I remember like kind of driving to the to the ballroom because obviously I couldn't get the tube. Yeah, and like not really able to work the clutch or whatever. Like trying to find somewhere to park. Like kind of hobbling in about twenty minutes before he went on. Oh shit! And then like just for the whole sh- the whole show, like I was doing jumps and stuff and going crazy because it's like electric ballroom. And there's so many people. That's yeah. like fuck. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then the last two songs, the bass amp broke. Oh shit! But I didn't realize my bass was still coming out through the DI. Oh yeah. So I'm yeah. just like playing anything random, <laughs> picking this off, and like Tom from Marvels is there like trying to fix it. Oh. <laughs> I was just, like, it's still on and coming out front. Oh, right. Yeah, that was a weird one. But we played um, Birmingham and Manchester after that. Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was awesome. a three day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, a three day. Yeah. And they flew over and then just flew straight back. Okay. Which was D- how were they? Did you get on with them okay? Yeah, they were, um, yeah, they were real nice. Real nice guys. Um, you know, they kind of, you know, the whole kind of professionals. Yeah, because kind of got yeah. There, went and got some food. You know, did the show. And the shows are wicked, man. People are like, really, really into the movie yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really know too much about them, if I'm honest. But were you not like into them back in the day, like their first no, time? No, I was. They were like a, were they a drive-through band. They were. Yeah, yeah they were one of the, the, I the was, original um, drive-through bands. Very well, not the original, but they were signed early on to drive-through. And I was when I was a kid. I was like, you know, if you're not Operation Ivy on household household name records, I don't want to fucking know about you. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and there was like the whole of a sect who were like you know the emo yeah, it's that yeah. type of like you know, emo kids and punks and yeah. like yeah, 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 sure. nonsense they, they kind of bridged a, a gap I think they did I always I, you know I was definitely a fan back in the day like yeah. I, I go way back with them but I do always think they were a bit overrated I think 40 hour was it 40 hour train back to yeah. 10 was that the movie is that the album I, yeah yeah I think that's 2003 one I think yeah. that's brilliant so yeah that you like classic example of like overrating them for me like because loads of my, of my friends who whose music taste I respect just seem to love that album so much which I think is alright but I don't I don't see how it's brilliant but anyway I don't want to go off on a tangent they seem to have a kind of a genre defining aura yeah, about yeah. them mm-hmm. um, that yeah I just wasn't into it back in the day <laughs> <laughs> okay. so uh, Did, I'm sorry. right in saying apologies are recording now right no we've just finished recording wait just finished uh, is this a new full length it's a new full length. I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say about this. Okay. Okay. Uh, Can you tell us where it's recorded? Yeah, they, uh, well, we recorded it themselves. Uh, Joe and Simon recorded it, and then. Right. Um, so is Joe still at? Uh, is it resident? Yeah, Joe's still at resident. Uh, yeah. Simon's at uh, Musicland and uh, just down the road, actually. Yeah. yeah. That way in Dalston. Um, we you involved much in the actual playing the bass and stuff on there? Uh, no, they'd kind of done most of it uh, by so, the time. It's all MIDI, I heard. I kind of <laughs> No, they just played all the notes on the bass and then did it all in Pro Tools. Okay. You so know, put it in. Um, we just um, recorded, I did my first recording session with them, I think, last week. Okay. Uh, for a little oh, something okay. we're doing that, again, I'm not allowed to talk about. Yeah. But will be announced fairly soon. Okay. <laughs> that Can, sounds exciting. Are you allowed to say, um, like, w- what directions the music gone in? Can you say yeah, anything about jazz, that? Jazz, um, jazz funk. So obviously, we, I mean, know, we know how the EP was a bit different yeah. in London and all that. Like, what, I mean, what, I'd, where's I'd, it gone now? I don't want. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. No. You know? yeah, <laughs> I think okay. I, what I'm really looking forward to. I mean, I think it's a, f- a phenomenal. Um, fucking record. And that's not just because I play in, in the band <laughs> sure, now, in. but I mean, I didn't, yeah. I didn't make it. You know, it's okay. kind of, it's kind of yeah. the the the, the other three. It's the, it's their kind of record. Mm. You know? Okay, and um, and it's it's dark and it's challenging and it's different. Can we just say that there's some dudes doing DIY like above yeah. our heads? Yeah, yeah. Like he's pretty random with his drill use. Like it's not constant, and it stopped. And it's yeah. Done. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't just Josh trying to borrow in. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Stop Dave. talking about this. <laughs> um, 
Because uh, so it's got darker. You said no. Well, no. it'd be hard to get darker than the EP. Oh yeah, come that on, was that was basically a sky record. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear. No, him. it's um, it's got moments of light. It's got moments of dark, and it's um, I'll be really interested to see how people kind of react to it because mm. obviously okay. the kind of the thing post London was like, wait, they they, they aren't doing you know yeah, yeah, this got, kind of you know flack against me type of you know. Yeah punk anymore they're yeah. doing something a bit a bit different that pissed, yeah. it kind of pissed a lot of people off you know because i mean i know later we're going to talk about what bands are their audience i think this kind of like ties into that that okay you know p- some bands tread that same um genre defining thing all the way mm-hmm. but the interesting bands are the ones that don't do that and the ones that kind of are, aren't Stretch afraid it. to kind of like you know fuck around with people you know i think okay. you, i think you get to there's like two different types of bands as in, you got the the band that evolve and keep evolving, yeah, and you got the band that just like but Vanilla Pod are the perfect example for me. For that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going back to that cheese. <laughs> they're, 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 they're they're not like they never like they're never like going to break any boundaries with their sound, but yeah. they, they just knock it out. Yeah, every yeah, time. yeah. They, and, and they smash yeah. it. I love them. There's, well, no effects, you know. There's yeah. merits to that, yeah. Like so, like with No Effects or Vanilla Pod, like you know exactly what you're going to get from that band. If you buy an album, you you know exactly that like. This is what it's going to sound like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to enjoy it or I'm not going to enjoy it because you know you like the band. But then, like with bands that evolve, it's you're always a bit kind of wary. Is but it, it generally, I think, is is for the betterment of the band that they're doing so as well. Like, cause yeah, because it's super, um, it's super interesting just seeing how it does land with fans because like that last apologies EP. Yeah, like, I mean that alienated you know, like, a couple yeah, of people. Like, I, know, <laughs> I, know, I know I have friends who like either think it's brilliant or think it's. Just yeah, shit. But I think know? I think that's great. I love that people come up to me and say, "Hey, that Black Everything EP was terrible." I was like, "What do you mean it's terrible? Like, why, 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 why do you think that?" Well, I'm interested in why you don't like it. Yeah, it's because it wasn't because what it wasn't what you wanted to hear. Yeah, and okay. it's something a little bit different. I mean, that's fine that you don't like something. You know, you're allowed to not like stuff. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, it's just interesting for people's reasoning for that. I, 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 I suppose. Sorry, sorry to cut you off, but I suppose obviously that was before you were. A member of the band, yeah, and that came out. Was it 2014? Yeah, I think it was early 20. I first heard, actually, I first heard it at a um, <laughs> squat in North London somewhere with um, another old band I was in. Uh, they played uh, was it Raging? And I was just like, what the fuck is this? What have they done? Mm. Oh, okay, so like, it's just called Josh. Just, like, Josh, yeah. are you okay? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and but yeah, then it just grew to absolutely love it, and just you know, okay, it was awesome. But yeah, I mean, the album's got some like kind of songs that sound a bit more like London. Really? Okay. It's got a bit more kind of like, you know, that kind of vibe to it. And it's de- it's definitely not a black everything. But there are moments of like, you know, okay. real, real difficult to listen to. When's the first song going to be online? Oh, I can't tell you. Uh, I thought you might say that. I'm sorry. Okay, no worries. <laughs> cool, man. So, um, played the shows in Belgium, played the movie life shows. What what other stuff have uh, you done with? We toured in Melancholy. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, we I see, did. I see that. We did um, so a week and a half, two weeks in Europe with a with a car, which was fucking insane. Was it? It was just the How best so? two weeks ever. How so? There's fucking Millicord in there. Yeah, every night. Just, <laughs> what what were they wow. like? Um, did you hang out you with them? You know what? Much? Those guys. Um, the singer Nikolai, he loves brewing. He's really into oh, his yeah. beer. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, really, really loves that. Uh, yeah, they were super, super nice. Um, how, how old? How old are they at this point? Are they late thirties? No, oh, Jesus, mid forties. I think they're mid forties. Mid forties. I didn't want to ask. They've you know, been around for yeah, donkeys years. It's, it's rude to ask. I feel. Yeah, right. <laughs> but no, they were great, and they um, they were kind of 
interested in us doing these UK shows as well. We unfortunately can't, but um, yeah, right, I mean that okay. tour was just that's the, probably the biggest tour we've ever done. We had like a a little bus with, with like proper bunks and a trailer oh, yeah. and okay. a kitchenette. Oh, sick! And you know you're you you know you're doing something good when you've got a kitchenette in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, you know? of course, of course. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just wild. And was these um like kind of big cavernous rooms and just yeah, really fun. Big big. Big shows, right? Big, big shows. Where in Europe did this tour go? Um, Germany. Uh, we did a show in Belgium, and then we yeah. went down to uh, Switzerland. We did two shows in Switzerland. Nice. And right. the, the, the apologies are relatively big in all these countries as it is, right? G- Germany, yeah. certainly, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel yeah. like every. I see the uh, apologies record in um, Cortex, Kreuzberg, Berlin. That was quite cool. Where's Cortex? Uh, Kreuzberg, Berlin. Oh, Berlin. Is that the, the um the looks like CBGBs? That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Cool shot. Yeah, man, yeah. I feel like yeah. a lot of UK bands do well mm-hmm. in Germany for yeah, some reason. Yeah, man. So there's a lot of things with apologies to look forward to. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a busy year. And you're gonna knock out the acoustic 25 tracks. <laughs> no, it's, it's only gonna be 10. Four four uh, LP. Like. Yeah, four four full gateway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 180 gram. Nice. It's gonna be called the Golden Age of Rock and Roll. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked man. So, 2000. I forgot what year it was. Then 2016 is gonna be busy. It's gonna be a busy year, and I've got to you know keep hold down a full time job you in the meantime. <laughs> what, what, yeah. what 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 is your full time job? Um, I serve yeah. I serve food to Japanese tourists in uh, Soho. <laughs> oh really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. At the um, 35th um, best restaurant in London according to TripAdvisor. Okay. Nice. Which which restaurant is that? I I can't say. Okay. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> just Google TripAdvisor. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. You, could, you, could, you could you could find out, but um, there's actually a thing in my contract saying that I can't um, f- talk about it on the internet or okay. social media. Oh, well, no one's really? ever going to hear. Yeah, which is you know. Yeah, here's, here's a story. One of my friends got sacked from a like cement uh, um, fucking factory in Haverhill. Yeah. Uh, because he was to do the like, the promotion, mm-hmm. and he set up like a Facebook page. And then they're like, you can't do that. And he got sacked. <laughs> <laughs> what, to promote? Yeah, something like the that. The business? Yeah. So they wouldn't let him... It was something to do with setting up a social media account yeah. or some shit. He got sacked. I got in a lot of trouble for... Um, so Eric Cantona's son <laughs> owes me right. tenner. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker. He, um, his son um, used to come into my pub in Newcross where I worked. Okay. Yeah. And like, I'd never give him a tab or whatever because he's a regular. And one day he kind of walked out and didn't pay for his pizza and just disappeared. And so I tweeted Eric Cantona. <laughs> <laughs> Same motherfucker, your son owes me, owes me £10. Yeah. And Eric Cantona never got back to me. My boss called me and was like, James, what the hell do you think you're doing? Oh, and then shit. sent an email out to the whole company saying, you can't tweet our customers <laughs> trying to get money back off them. <laughs> but the point remains that Eric Cantona's son, if you're listening, you still owe me ten pounds. Yeah. Fuck you. Uh, we can. Oh, I know people can. We'll set that. up a GoFundMe to. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you so couldn't, if you couldn't drink Cronenberg near me, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> um, James, can I just ask? Um, so obviously, no. apologies is, you know, big, big, potentially big year, right? Potentially big. And and then this is on top of doing the full time job at the mystery restaurant, like. <laughs> How it's Subway, we all know. <laughs> <it's there. laughs> how, so, how likely do you think it is that a, a apologies Spit get it to out, a point man. where like that's your full time job? Are they that, are they far off being that? Like, I mean, do you think, or is that an unfair question because you can never tell with these things? 
I mean, I would never ever think that that would ever happen because okay. no matter how it seems these days, no matter how big your band is, no, yeah, you know, it's, it's, regardless yeah. of if you're like, you know, fucking Justin Bieber or something. But like, even bands like Slow Club, who um, had an article the uh, I think last week that I read, mm. and they're living on floors, and they're like quite a big indie band. They play like big shows. Mm. It's it's damn near impossible to make yeah. a full time living off playing sure. music, no sure. matter how big your band is, really. So I hate to break it to you, Chris. You, you might not be able to quit your job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can quit your job and just do what I would leagues apart and just live on a kitchen floor for a year. Yeah, yeah. You know, get scurvy go. and stuff. I think <laughs> that one guy invited my... Sam was in this band originally. Uh, my old band, Eight Lives Left. Um, he invited us down to London and he... He, I think they were called Snow Dogs or some shit. They were on Victory Records, this guy. I know, he, yeah. Oh, wow. The Finnish guy. Yeah. Yeah, Ville. Yeah, with glasses. We, yeah, we did... Um, uh, so not not the um did you De- pay, Denmark we did, did you pay we, him to rec- we did um, so we didn't you know, you know our EP with like poem poem on yeah that? yeah we did that with them okay did he um, approach you yes yeah, yeah he he'll, he'll do that he'll approach like yeah, young bands we and, didn't like, we didn't sign up for it rip but, them off basically yeah yeah, that's, that's yeah I'm saying that, that, anim- that kind of thing. don't record with the animal farm that's my advice to like young bands <laughs> I mean like you know it, it, it was well produced and stuff but. It was such a rip-off. When you compare that to when we worked with Antonio on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the, on fuck, a where the fuck was I going with this story? You know? Wait, which, which record's better than which, sorry? Yeah. I'm just saying our, our more recent ones. Your most old, definitely, definitely, which you done in uh, that place in Chelsea. Yeah, in with that, Antonio. Yeah, Antonio, Antonio yeah. who's amazing. Yeah. yeah, that dude is... All, like, we had the, yeah, because you worked with him, haven't you? Yeah, he kind of... he like We, we had Adrian, who's like our producer, yeah. but um, we used his studio, so Antonio... Sorry, excuse me. Antonio was there, um, yeah, and he was like helping out um, and just giving some advice yeah. and shit. And oh so yeah, so back. Sorry, I just no, I'm done. I'm just I saying that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, he even he told us then. He told us like some story about Cap Down or something. Like they were living in like a monastery, a monks, like because right. they just couldn't afford to like. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, listen, listen to that. Um, but that like, yeah, 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 and like, but oh, yeah, well, the famous story of living on two pound today yeah, or whatever yeah. it was. It's yeah. impossible for him to say about the apologies thing because no one knows how anyone's going to feel about the disco funk. Uh, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. A, it's a big difference. It's a big step. So. Yeah, yeah, and the rapping. No yeah. one knows yeah. how it's going to go. There's yeah. actually a lot of rapping. <laughs> all, all we listen to is gets featuring. Much. Is it featuring Pitbull on most songs? Um, I think half the record uh, was all um, pity. Kind of laid down a few bars. <laughs> a lot of it's been cut. A lot of delay on his vocal as well. Which okay. <laughs> yeah, he's fussy, right? He's really fussy. Yeah, man. Behind those glasses lives the heart of a pedant. <laughs> you know that uh, Scottish comedian Limmy. Yeah. Have you yeah, seen him yeah. where he's talking about Pitbull? Yeah, like who I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's quite good. I, I really don't like that guy. Oh, well. uh, Limmy, that is. Why? It's funny. I, just, oh, I don't think he's funny at all. Is he the kind of um, the one who looks very ill? Yeah. 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 Like Charlie Brooker with him on his show. Yeah, I don't yeah. like it. You don't like Charlie Brooker either? No, I love Charlie Brooker. I just don't like that Limmy guy. Anyway. You're a I actually, I, I, I agree with Quinn. I didn't, I didn't. I, he I looks the, a bit like you, actually. I thought, the, <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Pitbull thing was funny, but apart from that, um, he did, yeah, I don't he did get a, it. He did a sketch where um, uh, there's like half a dozen people sat in like a Starbucks all on like their laptops. And he and he goes off on like this rant about oh why like we've got Wi-Fi at home like why are we in here like doing work stuff but there's no punchline to it he's just pointing out that people are working in a cafe that's observational comedy yeah, yeah, observational. yeah no, but it wasn't when you watch it like, it goes on for two minutes and it's just there's not anything there's no point to be made it's just like well and then he just sits but nothing happened all right I haven't seen it's that it's not one. it's not good 
Um, I've got that uh, that that slow club uh, article that you mentioned uh, oh, a yeah. minutes ago. I read that as well. I've got that. I'm going to put that in the show notes for anyone that's interested. Because um, they've been going for uh, several years, and yeah. they're doing, and yeah. saying like how she's basically got no money at all. She by luck has managed to buy a house, but it was just some clever accounting. Otherwise, if it. So yeah, otherwise yeah, she's well. They are all skin like the the musicians that they tour with have got more money than they have because they have to pay them a wage and. Yeah, I mean it's um, in a way like the the bigger your band gets, like the more money you have you have to spend on it. Yeah, you exactly. Yeah, that's what we said. Like now point, to yeah. do a show, it costs them a thousand pounds to yeah. put that show on because you've got to hire all the musicians, you've got to get there, you've got to have the stage setting, you've got to have all your equipment and stuff. Yeah. Um, um, and it, yeah, so it, it becomes more because it, it, it becomes more and more like a business. You can, there's more and more overhead. Mm-hmm. Um, and as directors of that business, you can't draw any wage until there's any profit to be made, and there really isn't for a very, very long time. Music is a terrible tail business model. Yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. I've got a friend who um, I went to uni with who plays in a, a very um, large kind of metal pop band mm. who mm-hmm. I, I won't mention, but. Um, is it, it Metallica? It's not, it's not Metallica. It's, um, it, is it yeah. that Welsh one? Um, no, for the it's not Metallica. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, they're, they're signed to a major I think um, I mean, EMI version or someone right. and, um, yeah. I saw them at Reading a few years ago well EMI doesn't exist anymore I, I don't keep abreast of <laughs> it's not it's not a world that you know kind of interests the me Virgin like, doesn't <laughs> exist anymore anyway no, really doesn't it you saw them at, uh, you saw them at Reading a few years um, ago go and it, they, they, they were like touring in a transit the same one leagues apart were yeah. touring and had like no money and were getting like yeah. 50 quid a show in Europe but yeah. the, the posters were all over Reading oh, yeah. and stuff on, like, on the main stage like, the day, it's just like how the he was like yeah I'm living in the flat of my girlfriend I can barely afford to get by and just like it's and you're living your, your dream yeah. But, yeah you know but not at the same time yeah. yeah, because everyone else is basically creaming off the top before the actual... Oh, exactly. You've got money. lawyers, publicists, yeah. marketing. You know. As if you guys fell for that recording pitch. Yeah, no, no, I had, obviously I regret that. How much but, you was know, it? We were, thousands of pounds, right? Oh, we paid like nearly two grand for that. Ooh. And and not not to dwell on this too long, but get this for a rip-off. Like uh, me and Bernie, I drove our drummer like we often reminisce about this and like say the fact that so we booked five days with these guys mm-hmm. and then that villa guy was like so we'll start on the friday but you guys just you'll show up at 5 p.m and we'll just work through the night till whenever and we're like well that's not really a full day but we fell for it like a bunch of fucking muppets and we did that so obviously recording the drums and then it got to like half 10 and the and the engineer's like i gotta go that counted as a full day Fuck. yeah wow he like yeah, yeah he so invited us down and uh like the two Johnny Martin who played guitar for us who's now like puts on like the biggest nightclubs in Cambridge he's a cool guy anyway but he was always kind of like savvy and like this guy told us his pitch yeah and basically he was like I love what you guys do but you should just maybe be a bit more British and Johnny just literally went you invited us to London just to tell us that and (laughs) (laughs) that was literally it and the guy was like um well, like you can record here as well, and it's like, oh, we were just da- like done. We we're like, yeah. we're, we're going Burger King. Going <laughs> when in doubt, go to Burger King. Yeah, but yeah, like, and he gave us this pitch and said, like, you know, you'll come in and do some demos, and then I'll give you advice on to make the songs better. Fucking ever listen to them. And then yeah. you compare that to Antonio, who he basically seemed, he seemed nice wrote guy. songs for us, you know. Yeah, he's, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what a good producer should be doing. It's like exactly, exactly. Did, it's yeah. like pay to play in as well. Oh, like, mate. Oh, oh yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Never fuck I mean, you guys must, you know, I mean, you're all in bands, you must get emails all the time off, you know. Well, we, we're I haven't for a long time, not, not since I was in rivalries, but yeah, yeah all, I used to get them like weekly. Yeah. The League's Apart account has been lighting up with them recently. For some, I don't yeah. know if like, there's no bands yeah. in Manchester or something. Oh, really? <laughs> really? You've been getting loads. Just, and I, all, like, me or Francis always use my like, just going, uh, 
Yeah, so what's the breakdown of this? How many tickets do we have to sell? Is it 50 quid for a ticket? We only have this many friends on our Facebook. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, and also, fuck yourself. Yeah, it goes <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not cool. But people must still kind of fall for it, otherwise they wouldn't yeah. do it, you know? it's Like, I've played loads of shows when I was doing the solo stuff with a band yeah. where you just didn't get paid. Well, you get yeah. paid if you had 15 people or something. This is, which a, which whole, is, kind of this is a whole discussion topic, <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> show. Like, yeah. um... Yeah, I think we'll dis- definitely discuss dickhead promoters one one week. We went to see, well, me and Darren went to see Beach Slang. Beach Slang! At the Barfly. Barfly! <laughs> Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Uh, and we we were really excited. We were late. We were, we were late. Uh, we were excited about it because... Pumped. I, re- I love their album. Yeah. yeah. We Do you like them, James? Uh, yes. But also... It's very hesitant, yes. yeah. Yeah, I, I really love the first uh, couple of EPs. I'm yeah. just, I'm that fucking guy, aren't I? No, a lot of people have said that. A lot yeah, of I love the first couple <laughs> of EPs and I really like all the attention they were getting and yeah. just like doing yeah. really well. But it, it's got to... I didn't really get into the record that much. Mm. And just, I don't know. I, I wonder if they're trying a fine line between... I mean, I know everything he says and does is like really, really heartfelt, but it might be a little bit saccharine for, for my tastes. Mm. You okay. Know. So I'm, I have mixed opinions about sure. Beach Thing. Okay. So we were 20 minutes late. We were, yeah, because we sort of expected it to start around 9.30. It starts at 9. And they started at 9. So we walked in, yeah, about 20 past. Oh, it's so um, annoying when you miss the start yeah. of a band set, isn't well, it? Well, venue yeah. was it? Barfly. Yeah, Barfly, yeah. Can I, I kind of felt that we might have missed the party. I think we probably did. Because after about 20 minutes, so we got in at 20 past 9, about 20 to 10, mm. it started to go downhill. As far as we for us, for us, yeah, mm. um, and they would play a song. Well, you punched out girl, which was totally out of. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. I don't know. You were in Screeching Weasel. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it, uh, so they'd, they'd do a song, and then there'd be like five minutes of dicking around, uh, and then they get like some There's ge- a some old geezer came up and played with them, and then yeah, I they started trying to play. We say the old geezer. I'm pretty sure we should know who he is. We should know who he is, but I don't. Was it Keith Richards? No, it wasn't <laughs> Keith Richards. I've uh, I've m- um, I've met him. Keith Richards. No. The, the story is, I haven't met him. <laughs> no, sorry. I thought you but said that I have, I have met I've him. Like, I've, I've acknowledged him and he acknowledged me and that was pretty cool. It was in yeah. like, he said hello. He's like, oh, that's Darren. Darren? <laughs> uh, the Wasting Time podcast, right? <laughs> uh, and then the, what, what was the song that they started playing? And then So my favourite song ever, yeah. um, <laughs> no, uh, off the album Too Young to Die. Too Late to yeah. Die, yeah. They... I was I was extremely disappointed because th- it was kind of like their encore, so they came back and it was a weird encore anyway. Yeah. Um, the encore, their encore, which is forced anyway, and I know people do it, and like I think they even announced it and like. It, it, Did they even walk off stage? Was it just hardly? Like, yeah. So he he starts playing it, but then the drummer sorts with the bass player, and the, and they yeah. they go to try and play, and they don't really know the song and. They there's a stop start a couple stop of times. start a couple of times and then they just gave up uh, and I can't like we obviously discussed this in a minute but like I can kind of understand why because they might be fucking bored playing these same songs or whatever but like I think everyone knows that that's well for me and I don't like Quinn but Mel who we were with she was like looking forward to that song 
and they didn't play it. And I was, yeah. I was really good. They um, did that. Um, I saw them in Camden uh, last year. They did the same thing. And uh, Tim from Wonehouse got on stage and played the bass and fucking nailed it. Is it? Like <laughs> cool. Yeah, no, but it didn't work this time. And I was, I was, I was really good. Yeah, and then just after that, it was just a lot of they were trying to tell jokes. And yeah, they, they were like playing flat. Def Leppard oh, on the guitar. Yeah, and, yeah. It w- it went. It turned on. more like a, a jam session, like a rehearsal kinda, kind of vibe. Kind of, it, it didn't feel like they were clearly like they'll they'll. It was a bit of a flat crowd. I think a lot of the the impression I the impression I got was that that they have a set written that's about 40 minutes and they've been given like an hour and 10. Mm. So they did their 40 minutes and then they spent half an hour or so trying to fill time um, and failing quite miserably, I think, because they do like, they do a song and then, then they yeah, don't get me wrong. When they, when they did, they knocked out a couple of tracks. It was like tight as shit. Yeah. It was they, like, they play it was really, decent. Like when they actually play songs, they play really well, but it was, it was their delivery and their performance um, in between. The, yeah, for me, the whole show overall, I was, I was just, I was really, gu- I just guided about that. So I yeah. mean, like, when, well, obviously when they were over last year, they only had like mm. two views behind them, so you can kind of understand it. They get their headline band, they get longer sets. You mm. kind of got to dick around a little bit and get some yeah, space. Yeah. Oh, but totally. You got a record out. You know, you have enough music now to fill. You know, a, f- sure. a full yeah. set. You shouldn't yeah. really be. You shouldn't be scratching. Around well, I'm not going to tell a band what to do, but um, well, no. Well, this is know. what we're coming to. Like, so what what does a band owe to its audience when it when it performs? There's two schools of thought. One, that they come out and play everything that the audience expects them to play. So whether that's playing through the entire album or if you're a much bigger band, like if you're someone like like Keith Richards, for example, like do you just play all of the hits um, or do you... Let's try and keep it punk, man. Let's okay, well, Green, keep, green keep Day. It, do, you, do, do you come out, do you play... Sugar Cult. Yeah. <laughs> do you play all of your uh, charting singles and nothing yeah, yeah, else yeah. or do you uh, have a little mess around and go, do you know what, I actually, I say for in Green Day's case, Say they they really got bored of playing Basket Case. Yeah. Do, uh, do are they allowed to do that, or have like have they the right? Or as a as a paying member, are you going to see that whatever performance they choose to put on? For sure. Um, do Do you know? Uh, a lot of bands now sort of tell you on Twitter what the what the tour is going to be. Yeah. Like, yeah. Alkaline yeah. Trio did one in between the acoustic record and uh, whatever's the last one called. Uh, fuck is that called again? With the chick on the motorbike. Yeah. A- anyway, they 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 know. just they just did a little tour. Uh, Dave Howes supported them from Loved Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they just did a little tour. They played like Cambridge Junction. This was when I was living back home. Um, yeah, I, I saw them at the Barfly on that. And tour. like they they put on Twitter, they were like, "We're it's going to be a it's a, a, a show of like the hits basically." And like yeah. there, there was, it was just them three on stage playing. Yeah. No, well, no, like, well, when yeah, I saw no them at the Barfly, like when Matt came out, he just goes, "We're going to be eco-friendly time. We don't want to use paper for our set list. So, what song do you want to hear?" And mm-hmm. it was just shouting out. Songs. Oh yes, it I was, mean, it's so fucking amazing. Some bands will crowdsource their set online yeah. beforehand, like they'll have polls and stuff. Mm. But I think it's punk, man. Like um, with the Beach Boys thing, it was just like maybe we. Sh- I kind of expected them to play that song, so I thought it was the biggest song. But like, this like that's the whole creative sort of punk ethos. Yeah. It's like, well, sorry, it. can I just say something real quick? And it's not about a punk band, but it's relevant to this conversation. I saw Terry Christian on TV once say about he was at a Neil Young show, and uh, Neil Young was not playing any of his hits or anything, mm. just playing all this new material. The other by Coda. 
Say so, so again. Lord, was it the 80s when he was on the coke? <laughs> you can see it out of his nose, yeah. literally. Uh, and like, so he, to the extent that the crowd just started booing because it was that ridiculous. Oh, wow. And Neil yeah. Young was like, all right, all right, here's the song you've heard before and just played the first song again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, that it is, is genius. What's the uh, skit? Mitchell, not Mitchell, uh, um, who's the Simon Pegg guy? Uh, What's the place? Nah, don't, Nick don't, Frost. Yeah, then yeah. they did. They done a sketch where it's the guy um, Streets of London song. Have you seen this? No. So he plays Streets of London, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna play something," and they're like, "No, no, play, play that one again." <laughs> and then and just everyone starts shouting like, "London, London!" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like the, the whole beat something is really, really reminiscent of the like the kind of replacements, mm. you know, to me because they were, yeah would get on stage at hardcore shows and play country songs. Right. You know, just to, just to piss off the audience. <laughs> right. Even when they played, um, what was it? Uh, Roundhouse. At the Roundhouse last year. You know, they were doing like, you know, some country songs they couldn't really play. Mm. And the end of the river, another girl, another planet. Stuff. <laughs> but, it, but it worked because it's the replacements. You know? Were you, were you yeah, at Sorry, were you at that show? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. The uh, first night. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it was just, and, but the one that Toy Simpson walked, walked off stage, I don't know how much that was planned. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, this is exactly what I want to see because it's, you know, the replacements and they're famous for doing this. But yeah. um, if you can't pull it off and it becomes boring and it yeah. becomes yeah. detrimental to the performance that you're trying to get across, yeah. then maybe don't do it. Like, there's definitely, I've definitely been in bands where we've kind of come off stage and said, well, okay, we were drunk. We play badly, and now everyone hates us. And now we go to the next show, <laughs> and we're really bummed out. What's yeah. the fucking point? Mm. Right? You know? Yeah, yeah. The I don't know. I guess every bit. I mean, no effects. Fucking around on stage. Yeah. Well, they're famous for it. Dillinger Four. Mm. You know, it does work for certain bands, but with yeah. bands it doesn't. I think it takes a it takes a, a bit of craft, like like with with stand up comedians, like the ones that can respond to heckling, for example, like the really like they've they've practiced that for years to be able to sort of do that really quick off the yeah, cuff. Yeah. Um, so if you're if you're a band that is is kind of is just messing around for the sake of messing around almost that doesn't really quite know how to sort of capture the audience's attention while you're doing that. You're, um, kind of, you're clutching at straws. Yeah, you are clutching at straws. <laughs> but yeah, big time. And that's uh, that's kind of how it felt, didn't it? But yeah. I, th- I think maybe it's because we're not as in because a lot of people love that guy, right? Yeah. So I think maybe it's because we're just not in, in love with him as the other people. So in you, the so you think people that like worship the grounds he walks on would just well, love a, everything? A, a lot does. of people said the show was good. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, there was lots of positive reviews from that yeah, whole yeah. tour that came out. I mean, he yeah, seems to he does seem like a good review. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry. Uh, he doesn't like a very very genuine guy, mm. and uh, I don't disbelieve you know his love and passion and music, which you know oh, totally. It, it totally comes out, and that's why Beats Like are a good band mm. because of that. But yeah, I, d- I don't know if it's that disjointed. Mm. It doesn't sound like any fun. No. It doesn't sound it doesn't no. sound like kind of entertainment. Do, do you think that a band like Beach Lane um, owes you to play uh, Too Young to Die, for example? Yeah, because uh, no, I'm special. Well, not not just you, but <laughs> for the for the level that they're on. They're, they're, no, they don't, and that's what I meant by the whole punk yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, so uh, you're so G- when you're I saw Gigi Allen back in the day, like I w- you know, I wasn't I was expecting him to do a shit, and he did a shit, <laughs> <laughs> and then he ran into traffic. Like. But isn't, isn't that that's kind of pandering? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you f- you fall into the camp of you buy a ticket to a show and you get whatever show the band puts on? Yeah, like I don't necessarily want that, but I th- yeah, yeah. I'm see, I'm torn. But I think my a lot of the time. 
I was just majorly bummed out about that. It's like, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Chris? What is where do you stand in this? Like, if you went to see, yeah, uh, like, well, I saw, um, I saw Third Eye Blind play at the Fighting Cox, yeah, and they. I mean, their reason for it was because they played the forum the night before and they played all their hits and stuff. And then they did this smaller show. So they just thought, it's a smaller show, we can do what we want. And they just literally played their brand new album in order. That's Played two songs at the end, not even Semi Charm Life, which is their biggest hit. And I was a bit like... That's fair yeah. enough. I think if you're do you think that's if enough? you're doing a show where yeah. where you've played at the forum, I, I, yeah, and, you're, and you're expecting that there's everyone at the forum is going to be a fan, but also yeah. gonna, they're going to be casual listeners. Yeah. So you need to play everything that people are going to yeah. know. But when yeah. you when you do something the next night in a much smaller venue, I, yeah, you're I, you're expecting the people to turn up to that show to be the diehard fans that are going to yeah. appreciate what yeah, you've no, played. And I suppose like for them they kind of got away with it and like, they were like, look, we're fucking fur like blind. You're seeing us in this venue. Yeah. We'll, well do I what we want. That's, you kind, that's kind of a fact. shitty attitude, isn't it? You know, like we're, well, uh, we're yeah. huge. You should really respect them in this <laughs> tiny <laughs> fucking room. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that would have been their attitude. That's just how you'll put it. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't think they worked out that. Up. We're playing here, right? We're not playing any good songs. <laughs> I mean, surely you do like kind of B-sides and like kind of deeper stuff that true fans would appreciate, not what? just, you know, your new shitty record. Shouting out for like obscure, like there was this, limited EP they did people shouting out for songs from that that they okay. would love but they were just like yeah. we're playing the I mean, that, that's kind of shitty the, the recent album in order you know I mean, which cool is a good album you... but still it's like you know honestly for like buying playing mm. their songs throughout their career you know? but then you would have gone to the You've forum the I d- before, uh, which so. I did which yeah, was so great there you go. cause like another <laughs> example is uh, one year when No Effects played Reading they did the main stage as well as the lock up oh, yeah. so on the main stage they did a 45 minute set of just basically every song that any no effects fan or non fan yeah. is going to know like. you'd expect yeah. so everything from their sort of greatest hits as yeah. it were yeah. um, and then when they played the lock up tent that night they had like an hour 45 minutes or an hour <laughs> and so they did like all of the b-sides and all like album tracks and they had like, like Frank Turner came out and played them and oh, yeah. all that kind of shit yeah. um, because they expect that crowd in the lock up tent to be much more die hard no effects sure. fans that are going to yeah. know if, a, anything that they do potentially um, so you're I suppose in those in, in all of these instances, like with no effects with third eye blind stuff, they they yeah. are actually playing to their audience in a, in a way, okay. Um, okay, because they're deciding what sort of crowd they're going to have and what they can get away with doing. Like, okay, you didn't particularly enjoy that third eye blind gig, but no, I no, I, no, I did enjoy it, yeah. but it would have been better. It would have been they better. Done where was like it, you say? Was it the Bird's Nest? No, fighting cocks. Oh, the fighting cocks. Right. Okay. So it's still Dang a small. Yeah. So there's probably about, probably about 150 really people cool. or something. Yeah. Even Lee's Heart played there. There you yeah, go. yeah. <laughs> we've we've to twenty people, I, and then I, we got banned. From fighting really? cocks. <laughs> I'm not sure if we really got banned, but we did um, throw a lot of shaving foam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like we you know it's last day at all, and I just like kind of pied Matt in the face with some shaving foam. Which <laughs> I, and then um, and then Matt uh, punched me and knocked me out, and then Francis ended up playing bass <laughs> and carving ball, and I kind of came to, and Angela uh, was just like handed me a broom, <laughs> like, sort this out and get yeah. out. <laughs> cool. All right. So. Uh, Okay, it's so kind of there's, kinda, there's not an, uh, there's no answer. There's no answer uh, here. Well, I think it depends on how you want your band to be perceived. Yeah, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you're the artist, and you can do whatever the, whatever the fuck you want up there. Mm. If you want to go up there and you know fuck around, play covers, mess about, that's a representation of you, and you do with, the, yeah, with, sure. with the effects of that. You know, and that's kind of what art and performance what, is. Are you I for th- the people or against? The people? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I think with with someone like Beachling who are working their way up the ladder it would 
personally I would have thought that it would be better for them to just go out and put on a really tight show that's like 45 minutes or 60 minutes long I think they might have been bummed like because they seem to I know they were like joking about it but like as in London was going to be their like the one the, the big, big show and, and it, it was it, just the bar fly yeah and it was the yeah, bar fly it was and like it was, it was yeah it was packed it was like, right to the walls the crowd weren't so great man like the, no. the, that photo it was midweek though the photo in the Guardian or whatever of the Glasgow show yeah weren't none of that yeah I mean yeah. Glasgow's gonna go off more than London yeah yeah. Every time. It was a Wednesday, <laughs> it was a Wednesday night at the bar fly. Like I'm not expecting it to like that is a miserable solo record. Right, so earlier in the week, the BBC uh, really, uh, wrote an article on their news site about... Uh, well, it was called, is, uh, is YouTube Replacing the Live Music Scene? Um, just quickly run through the points in the article before we come to discussion. There's, there's eight things I've got from this article. They said that the... Uh, basically, the article only addresses artists at the top of the charts, to start off with. Mm. Um, so uh, they made the point that people like uh, Sean Mendes, who I've never heard of, really, and no. Justin Bieber, who... So Sean yeah. Mendes sounds like a drug dealer. Sean, uh, he's 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 a Canadian artist apparently. I, but, but, but both that's, of, that's an oxymoron. But, but, <laughs> but both of these both of these artists were all signed uh, before having played any live shows, um, and then they also go on to mention bands like uh, The Weeknd, Jesse J, Five Seconds to Summer, Soldier Boy, yeah. um, were all were all all had massive followings on YouTube when they were signed. Um, they probably had done some live shows previously yeah. but it was more to do with their internet following mm. than anything else that yeah. that got them the deal um, so and they, uh, and basically the article goes on to ask like what what has happened with these artists that they're sort of circumventing all these dingy little pubs in like 200 uh, sort of not like not learning their trade basically yeah, not learning their trade um, they mentioned the the, the original way of doing it yeah right. work starting at the bottom like we're talking about with beach name for example and working their way up yeah, the ladder yeah, from yeah. to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. venues and um, they, they they make a point that 35% of small venues in London have closed down closed down so they're they're trying to suggest that YouTube's that these blame. YouTube stars mm-hmm. are to blame for that um, they mention that uh, there's like the Sheffield Boardwalk uh, the Charlotte in Leicester and the Cockpit in Leeds um, all relatively small, mm. like sort of the garage-sized or yeah, smaller yeah, yeah. venues I lived, I lived in Leeds, have uh, have shut down as are well. They all, all of those have shut down. All of those have shut down in really? the last couple of years. Yeah, um, that is a fucking lazy link and tenuous journalism. Before we even start, yeah, on this. I, well, this, this this is the point. It's a really, really fucking lazy link, right? Um, they get some this 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 lady called Sybil Bell from the Independent Venue Week uh, sort of thing that they put on um, to try and encourage people to go to independent venues. Yeah. Um, she's saying that people are complaining that small venues are shutting down, but she's saying that people, people aren't going. People aren't going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, then uh, there's then claims that people are lazy just watching bands on YouTube and not going to shows. And uh, this Chris McCourt from Atlantic Records, uh, I mean, he says that he won't sign a band um, before seeing them live, but they will look at sort of people's YouTube stats and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Now, 
several points I need to make about this. What are like, we doing? It, are, we, are we ripping it, her apart? I'm ripping this article apart, basically. Oh, right. um, <laughs> we, can, we can discuss whether YouTube is destroying the live music scene. I'm going to do that while tearing this thing to shreds. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's can, well, I, can I go out and come out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, first of all, I want to make the point that the 35% of small venues that have closed in London, I, they, I've got a list. But that's got to be because of just developments, right? Right. Well, yeah, exactly. There's nothing to do with people not going to them. The Astoria, the LA2, the 12 by the Intrepid Fox, all, all, s- all shut down huh? and ripped down because uh, they're building Crossrail. Yeah. So, uh, and they're not getting replaced. Uh, Astoria has nothing to do with that. Yeah, the Astoria was. No, Astoria. Years and years ago, they it's pulled the Astoria down because they built the Crossrail. Not for the Crossrail. Yeah. Not for Crossrail. The Astoria is, was closed because they built a shopping centre there. Yeah, they did. The Astoria on Tottenham Court Road? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. yeah. No, but it's because of the, the Crossrail development that they've they've torn that uh, To be fair to Quinn, I always thought, understood that yeah, was why and because they, they've 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 they tore down the Astoria. Sure, that was before Crossrail. It's a long no, time ago. No, this started, I know, it was ages ago. It was, but it was, it was about eight years ago, but it yeah. was to start the development. They've, they've rebuilt I all, think of, he's right. all of Tottenham yeah. Court Road Tube. They've extended that. Like, there is a shopping centre there now. Or they're building a shopping centre there. But it's to do with that development. Maybe. I mean, 12 wasn't for Crossrail. 12 Bar just got bought out by developers. Yeah, yeah, but they but they moved though. I mean, I they? work on Denmark Street, and they I'll be developing that like, whole area at a rapid yeah, yeah. fucking pace. Yeah. Oh, we might be able yeah. to pick out his restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, there's it's two. Not, it's but not I mean, Subway. It's all to do. It's basically it's all to do with like redevelopment, and then you've got places like the Gla- uh, the Gaff in Holloway was closed uh, because it got bought out by Costa Coffee, and the Standard in Walthamstow was closed because it got turned into a uh, I think it's like a Polish supermarket. Um, so and none of these venues. None of these venues, uh, oh, and not to mention the Owl Sanctuary, which we were talking about, yeah. um, was just bought out from under the feet of the guy that was that, running that, the place. Yeah, that was nothing to do with... Yeah, and it, none of these places had any problem attracting uh, attracting people to go and see bands there. Mm-hmm. And none of the people that they mention in, in the article, other than maybe The weekend and Five Seconds of Summer, are the sort of bands that you'd expect to see in dingy little pubs or like places like... The do you Astoria know The weekend is? No. He's the guy with the hair. He's a like R and B singer. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, a bit like Drake. <laughs> and Fair also, enough. it's a, bit a lot of stretch like when you say five seconds of summer. Well, well, no, but I mean, at least at least they're like five seconds. Some of those Canadian children, aren't they? Australia. 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 One of the it's another shit country. Yeah. <laughs> but the point is, they, these are all. We will tag Australia in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, not again. They're, they're, they're all they're all artists that you wouldn't expect to be seeing playing in the sort of in, places that have shut down. Yeah, the Portland Arms um, or some shit. Yeah. I mean, the 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 ones like the Sheffield Bulwark, uh, the Charlotte in Leicester, and, and the Cockpit in Leeds. I looked this up. They all shut down because they went into administration. They can they yeah. ran out of money. Um, and that, I mean, that could be partly because there were less people going. I think the, I think the cockpit in Leeds mentioned that it was partly to do because no one was going to shows midweek. They right. could only really afford to run shows at the weekend. But as soon as it shut down, part of the reason it shut down was because the building was a bit unstable anyway. The guys that run uh, the slam dunk promotions up in Leeds opened up another venue anyway in the shopping centre. So it got replaced. Um Oh really? I mean, what and um, next Santiago's? Uh, it's called the Key Club, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, Key Club, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, Future Sound ran the cockpit, uh, and then their sister company is is the Samsung Promotions right. people. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think this article's bollocks. They're trying to blame uh, all the big stars uh, that are that are basically getting uh, bought by record labels to 
because they can sing a bit on YouTube mm. for smaller venues that we all play in and, and attend for shutting down. And I think there's nothing to do with that. It's to, it's to do with redevelopment a lot of the time and it's to do with possibly the, the, the cost of actually like the overheads to actually do shows is is like it, it takes a lot of dedication like with the guy from the Owl Sanctuary like you, you need someone that is full time in like focused on doing just that and nothing else yeah. and actually knowing what they're doing um, and then but then you've got like rising rent prices in not just in London but everywhere else you've got like rising costs of like booze like to go to a show like, I, w- I went to see Vice Squad last night it was £2.50 a can now that sounds expensive for a can but for a drink in London at a, at a gig that's a steal mate it's fucking <laughs> yeah exactly was it a squat show yeah <laughs> but, hey, how, how many did you have uh, I had quite a few. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I mean, like two pound fifty—that ought to be the going rate for beer. But in London, you're looking like a fiver for a pint at yeah. least. So, because like um, you know, um, like mean filler—not mean filler, but like tied venues that are tied yeah. to a larger company. It's insane. Like Dingwalls is like fucking five, yeah. six pounds a yeah. pint. Um, so, and the people, like the audiences that would go and see those bands that they've pointed the finger at aren't aren't the audiences that are going to have money to go and spend six pound on a pint either they're like 16 year old kids yeah a lot of the time that aren't going to be going to show so i think i think the article's bollocks um i wonder what your views were on whether youtube's to blame for <laughs> any of this i've yeah yeah so <laughs> sorry i know i've just dumped a whole lot of well i, I think feel I like i've just got quinn's yeah, yeah, voice yeah, yeah. stuck in my head um apologies listeners um <laughs> nah I've got a big problem with YouTube and like, so when I had like a management deal, yeah. the guy was like, you need to get uh, YouTube. Like it wasn't even about music. The World Cup was going on and he was like, you like football, you should do uh, like an artist talking about the football. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, like, and then people will follow that and you'll get a following. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, I've got nothing to do with it. And then it'd be like, you try and make us do like an update on the like sitting in front of the fucking and it's just I, I hate it I, it ruined it for me and I fucking hate um, like kids <laughs> sitting in front of a fucking computer doing a cover version yeah like it's okay but it's, go and do it at a fucking open yeah. mic yeah this is how you um create scenes and you create communities and you create actual things that can go somewhere and create something by musicians kind of meeting up in one sure. place yeah. and having this atmosphere and having this scene which is always like yeah. kind of yeah. a fragile thing but it, it, it's about the physicality of being there and expressing yourself to other people in the flesh mm. it's not about sitting behind a computer if you can sing real good that's fucking great yeah. do yeah. the YouTube stuff is it going to get you places do that but also go and do shows go and do open mics like le- learn your trade learn your craft because that's you know? the fucking fun of it man that's yeah. why you do that it that ought to be what is why, what's driving not, you not, not, not how many likes you've got on YouTube how many fucking views yeah. you got yeah, yeah like, it's like oh because you don't get, I, I don't really get it because you don't get any um, instant no gratification. Yeah. I mean, it's the mm. completely egotistical thing. I want to see people, you know, either you know, crying or smiling in, yeah, in front of me when I play a show. Totally. I mean, there's something very human about that. You know? how, how do you feel about a band who kind of like does it both? So like, for example, there's that sort of Justin Bieber tribute band. Uh, do you know, as it is, they're on Fearless Records. Yeah, I was actually talking to, about this with Vince the other day because we played with them before. Yeah. Justin Bieber tribute. Well, exactly. it's not a Justin Bieber. No, it's not. But like, they're he, really he, shitty. Yeah. Well, yeah. He started out like was he was doing shows like around the time that rivalries were. Yeah. Um, and and uh, well, they, uh, so they would 
doing that as no, a fan. Doing all of that. Of course, But yeah. at the same time, he had this YouTube channel where he would like professionally record covers of lots of things. Yeah, and um, he was becoming a bit of a YouTube star, yeah, this it, this guy with the sort of pseudo-American I think, it, accent, I think yeah. it also is a kind of a sign of where we come from and maybe being a bit out of touch with... Yeah, because the, well, these guys in particular, lot, you know, they're sort That's of... That's it. I mean, yeah, we are you know, a lot I, older. I assume they're like 10 years younger than me, at least. We are also spoiled for choice in London for shows. Yeah. So, like, it, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. it seems but like possibly more people are going to live shows than... But, but on Because I, I, I would have thought, like, with somewhere like the Sheffield Boardwalk, for example, I can't imagine there's too many venues in Sheffield. Uh, not of that size, anyway. I think it was about 200 capacity. Um, oh, there's probably there's a bit of a sick music. Yeah, there's there's a, there's, a, there's a few around. Arctic yeah. Monkeys are from there, aren't they? Are they? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, surely that's a, it's it's more to do with the 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 market, like the scene in Sheffield. If somewhere shut down, like if people wanted it, it would be still happening. I mean, there was a stock Maybe. room in Sheffield, which is one of the the best live music right. venues I've ever been been to. Like, it's like a, just on a corner. This tiny little room used to have like yeah. insane hardcore shows and stuff in there. I saw Carl once there and the kind of thing about the kind out the window with my <laughs> ran into a car. But so, <laughs> these shows, like, so you've, you've obviously been to more venues around the country than that I have at least. Um, you just like, stick in Ilford, right? I just, I, yeah, I only, I only go to shows in Ilford. <laughs> <laughs> Great scene. Uh, yeah, it's an amazing scene. Um, but so, but like the shows you, the shows that you see, like, are they, are they as busy as they are in London? Do you we, think um, they could be busier? Or? Apologies just toured the UK, um, and you know what, it, it was a real, I'm not toured the UK for a couple of years, yeah. properly. it was a real eye-opener, man, it was really sad, because it was, really? it was kind of the same story everywhere, it was just like, you know, we can't afford to keep this going, like, not enough people yeah. are coming, like, it's... I mean, especially the midweek shows. I mean, like great venues, like what, um, what TJs and what, yeah, what, yeah. what. So those midweek shows, what kind of I mean, crowd people, size were, were, were turning up? I like? mean, we're, we're we're talking like below fifty. Right. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're talking yeah. little little yeah. shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is which is great, you know, because it's it's still like what, most, in what sort of capacity scene, yeah. venues? In like maybe hundreds. Right. So you get like half there. half the yeah, like half houses, yeah. if that. Um, but it's just like you know, because obviously I know a lot of promoters and stuff about the UK. That everyone just it's it's kind of a, a bit of a loss about why mm. it's happening, and mm. I, I don't think it's YouTube. I think it's there's more to there's it. There's more. Mm. I think, I think there's, there's more a whole cultural thing behind it. it. Yeah, um, and, and maybe the people aren't forming bands enough. Well, anymore. I, I mean, I was good. this is one of my points. And I've not really fleshed this out too well, but I think that. Uh, sort of out like the younger generation uh, of like the late teens, early twenties, um, and that's 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 typically the generation that has the money to consume the most because they've got absolutely no financial responsibilities whatsoever. So they are the ones that can afford to buy music, go to shows more often, um, do all of that stuff. Um, they're not. I don't think that that this current generation of kids are just based on what's in the charts really are going to be going to smaller shows to watch bands play like they're more into like your Justin Bieber's or whatever and they're expecting to see them at slightly bigger venues and like a much bigger event than just coming to see a band play in front of 100 people just play down the pub yeah just down the pub which is always the best place to see bands yeah you're (laughs) not you're not just going to your local venue at a weekend to see whatever's on because that's not really what they're into like they'll they'll watch like some videos on the internet and then they'll go and see like their favorite bands at the o2 or whatever 
I mean, we're, we're kind of shitting on the BBC a little bit for this article, but they did just do kind of independent music research. So oh, figured, they, they I think are it's something that's... The, 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 the BBC are really good for their music, and it's just this article in particular, I think, is just... They, they, there's, there's, a, there's a correlation, but it's not a causation by any stretch of the imagination. And there's that thing on the Hour Sanctuary, that, and that kid who came by with his guitar, well, came by and said, oh, oh we, we want to play here mm. one day, and I won't be able to. And it's like... Was that the Hour Sanctuary? The Hour Sanctuary, yeah. yeah. And they, uh, Dan gave him a guitar. Which is fucking wicked. I mean, yeah. that's you don't, I don't really see enough. I mean, I don't really know what's going on with young kids these days. We don't, we don't really play with many kind of younger bands. I mean, we play with like hindsight and stuff, but they're still in like the mid twenties. But like teenagers mm. and you know, it's, what are teenagers yeah, yeah. doing musically? It's, it's weird because my one of my best buddies is a music teacher, teaches guitar, piano, blah blah blah, and uh, the people coming to him are still wanting to know the same songs that we learned first. Yeah, yeah. like they want to learn Blink One Eight Two. One of them like wanted to learn like say anything. Like yeah. out, out of nowhere, it's just like. Do you think there's been like a, a, a missing link somewhere? I think so. Almost. Yeah. I mean, where's what's happened to like what what bands have been in the charts since something like, like what have we got? Panic at Disco, The Killers, Franz Ferdinand, all that sort of stuff in like 2005. Yeah. What has there been? Uh, until all time low, you could argue they're pretty. They're, yeah, you know, okay. they're sort all of radio one. But. but yeah, yeah, I think yeah. With bands, yeah. with bands like All Time Low and Fallout Boy, they both of those and bands, Fallout Boy too, yeah, bo- yeah. both of those bands, while still playing their own instruments and stuff, have gone into a much more kind of dancey pop sound than the traditional pop punk that they were doing mm. back in the two thousand and five when they kind of first started. I mean, twenty years ago, Rancid were in the fucking charts. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> on so MTV, like. is there just is there no inspiration now, like? On a on a larger scale across the nation culturally for people to kind of soak up is that maybe what I mean that's an incredibly broad question that you well, <laughs> yeah. I don't know man like we've not got your likes of Nirvana for example like or yeah but that's or Oasis but there's, or, n- there's not been a boom in rock yeah no music exactly for a long it's time, completely you know? slumped in the last ten years well, I I th- yeah I think that's where it is I think uh, what's Mumford and Sons well <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's, I just think that's where it is now. Like, um, mm. what, what what our fucking scene in brackets, yeah, um, is uh not underground, but it's at this level, and there's yeah. a few bigger bands, but but then you've got people like Frank Turner selling out Wembley, yeah, for yeah, sure. exactly. You know, so it's some people are kind of jumping, and, and, and also know. Darren going back to we were discussing the other night like a good way of like judging how big at least a modern band is is like looking at the number of facebook likes they have you know like bands like within yeah. the last 10 years for example yeah and if true. you look at that like um there was one there was the, one rock band in like the top facebook likes y- yeah no, no yeah. but like the, but the level below that um you got like the likes of uh like paramore and green day are like yeah, yeah, yeah. so huge on that on that sort of basis yeah compared to like things like Kings of Leon par- or whatever. Are Paramore the sort of band that encourages or inspires someone to pick up a guitar though? Yeah. God, I hope not. <laughs> you think they they're, are? They're not, yeah, I, yeah. I think they are. I, d- I don't like them personally. Uh, but, um, I do and I don't like them. I'm, I'm sort of on the fence with them. I, there's some stuff I really like and there's some stuff I think is a bit, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think for sure there's, I think there's still kids getting into music, but I think like my mate, my buddy used to say like Busted, like people got, got yeah, into I guitar imagine, through the Busted. And I stuff. can imagine that though. I mean, what's the fucking thing? Well, I wanted to learn guitar because that fucking tequila song was really <laughs> random. What, from Terrorvision? Oh, Terrorvision? No, no, no. The tequila, 
Dana Arsenal. I, like, I like that there's two people in the room who know that tequila's by Terravision yeah. as well. That's <laughs> an it makes me happy ad. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. But if you look at like the kind of running festival lineups over the past five years, whatever, they've got it's so insanely poppy and yeah. then like download the same fucking bands. It's yeah. that, that, that's a that's a good measure of why how fucking shit's moved on. Yeah. It's like it's the same fucking Are you telling me Bastille? Or like of the, uh, of what what placebo were? Are you fucking serious? Uh, <laughs> and it's like joint headlining now, right? So it's like yeah, they've been doing that for a couple of years. Yeah, so what, well, there's no uh, band big Especially enough. at festivals. Yeah. They'll have like... I think it's just it's just a stroke for the egos of the band that play Maybe. below the main headliners. If it ain't real big fish headlining, I ain't going. <laughs> 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 okay, well, on that note, I think we are done. Yeah. Thanks for listening, Awesome. People. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you, James, for coming and Thank talking you, to us. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's been a, an excellent little show, I feel. Yeah, um, I've, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, as always, on Twitter, Facebook. You can all the socials. It'll, it'll all be in the Check your bad notes. self. Yeah. Despite what Darren said last week, rate and review us on iTunes. I went on a washed up ego. Uh, washed up emo. Uh, that's a good podcast to check out. And that's fucking got loads of fucking famous people on it. And no fucking reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Not anyway. one person's reviewed. And they're sponsored by like Casper Mattress or some shit. <laughs> Stamps.com. Squarespace.com. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buenas noches. Uh, adios. Boon's Boon the Lids. That's sp- sp- <laughs> bonish for the <laughs> <laughs> Ciao, ciao Bella. I know you said we weren't going to do it, but Dave Mira. Uh, oh, B- you want to mention Dave BMX, Mira? BMX. Uh, he, he, I think he committed suicide. Well, allegedly, apparently. Um, the soundtrack to that uh, computer game. Yeah. I didn't have, actually even have the game. I had the demo. <laughs> <laughs> but that really introduced like, punk to me right. like, when I was younger. And also my brother, because brother's a BMXer. Um, so, RIP, Big Dave.